Wakey, wakey, Iggy, biggy. Tis the Smod Coast Morning Show, blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smod Coast Morning Show, broadcasting from the home of the comic book men, Jane Sound Bob's secret stash. Hello, Mike. What's up, Ming? How are you? We're, we're back. We I, are. We, uh, I, um, I didn't know I was gone. No. Oh, wait a minute. We we haven't been doing this for a little while. Well, no, I wasn't. Well, we weren't. We weren't gone, but you did did an episode with Mark. I did. That was pretty cool. But actually, that was down. You know what? Here's a really funny thing. That was like a month ago. That was a month ago. That was actually people were uh, yelling at you to get it up. Ming, where is it? Yeah, it it went up. It went up. I, um, I didn't have time to show you how to use all the fancy gear here. Yeah, so we did it on my, uh, it was on actually Mark's iPad. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Taking a cue from, um, uh, there was a Sunday Jeff and Walt cast yes. that they recorded on an iPad. It sounded good. Ours? Not so no, much. No, uh, yours? No, it had charm, though. You it was know, a little tinny. Um, it sounded like it was recorded in the 40s. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, well, and some of the, uh, some being, of the things that, that Mark and I did mention were sort of in the 40s as well. Right. It was, was uh, kind of like you guys were getting bombed in Dresden and yeah. you were recording your last. Yeah, it's words. good. Nazis are uh, invading uh, our bunker. You guys were talking about like bolt houses and shit. It in, was in really weird because he, River, which he is, like, made so a local, um, like, he made a reference <laughs> to Mort Saul, which I was like, no one's gonna fucking Who get that. Who's Mort Saul? Again? He's a comedian from uh, a, a humorist from like the fifties and sixties. Okay, and I'm like, where did you pull that out of? He's right. like, oh, I listen to my dad's stuff. Mort Saul. Yeah, Mort S A H L, Mort Sal. So, uh, and I'm like, no one's gonna get I mean, that. I mean, were you guys and wearing we, onions on your belts? As, we, as which style? was the style at the time. time. Oh uh, but God. the really funny thing is, someone came in, one of our reservists. He said, "I really enjoyed the pod." He was talking, oh, to Mark. I really enjoyed the podcast. I liked it, and I got the Mort Sal reference. Nice. So I was like, "Good for you, so Mark." You got that one vindication. Guy. You got the one. You know guy what? That you reach it. one guy. That's all you need, really. That's what really. I'm saying. That's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm talking Hey, about. listen, everybody, you got to check this out, man. Okay. I was telling you, uh, I was going through my Twitter feed, okay. and I, uh, OMG Facts shows me this thing. And this isn't the first time this has OMG popped up. Facts. Anyway. You don't follow, say, Simpsons Core of the Day? I, no, I do. I follow them as well. Okay. But okay. Um, OMG Facts shows me. It's like, hey, this guy does this with um, thrift store paintings. I thought you were OMG Facts. Uh, No, no. Although I do know a lot of crap. Um, Yeah, you do. Unfortunately, I know too much crap. But uh, you go on to, and I'm telling you folks, go to uh, gnarledbranch.com G-N-A-R-L-E-D gnarledbranch B-R-A-N-C-H gnarledbranch.com and see what this guy does. He gets thrift store paintings. Okay. And he enhances them. What do you mean by enhance? He adds figures that you might know to some old standards. Okay. You know, the paintings, paintings, paintings. You know, at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Art show this weekend at the Holiday Inn Paramus. Oh, right. Like the, uh, uh, the, like the monster truck and tractor show. Over $22 million in oil paintings will be available. Featuring the bohemian. Exactly. Exactly, Yes. We have large canvases, small canvases, medium canvases, you know, and they go on from there. Right. And uh, this guy picks them up at thrift stores for okay. like a buck or two each, right. and he enhances them. He adds a figure to them. He he paints over them. Check gnarled branch. Gnarledbranch.com, and it is amazing. Um, what kind of things is he adding? 
He's adding uh, pop culture stuff. Uh, give me an example. All right, here's a um, an old picture of London, the London skyline. Like Big, Big Ben? Big Ben, you've got a bunch of um, buildings in the background. Okay. And guess what? You've got Stay Pop Marshmallow Man in between them. <laughs> okay. And he's his hands are on both sides of the buildings. You've got um, a ships out at sea, and you've got two enormous rubber duckies, yellow rubber duckies. Okay, so uh, this is uh, by a dude named David, David something. It's David something. Hold on, I'm going to get his last name. Okay, Why don't you get his last name? Uh, hold on, uh, he does... And he calls this redirected art. Redirected art, yes. These are existing unwanted paintings, prints, lithographs, or occasionally original pieces that he has located at thrift shops, yard sales, and is even salvaged from the curb. David Irvine. David Irvine. He will then... He will. Uh, he then will paint in his own characters, unusual imagery, or pop culture icons to give a tired piece a new, renewed life. In every redirected painting that he does, David will never paint over the existing signature, and depending on the project, will adapt the traits of the original, or will go in a complete opposite direction and achieve a high contrast in imagery. All right, that's cool. How cool is that? I mean, this is really, really uh, funky. It's it's some amazing stuff that he's done. Uh, I think is he from? Um, he's in, uh, is he, he looks British. Is he, does he look British? It looks British. He's he uh, Scott. McCle- he and Scott McClellan are at the. They're in an upcoming show uh, in Hamilton, which I'm assuming uh, that's in Canada. So is he it may Hamilton? Be he may be Canadian. All right, this is pretty cool. Uh, but it's really cool. I think that this is really funky, and uh, you know, it's pretty cool. I do mean, yourself, uh, a, a favor and check it out. You are, are you familiar with Banksy, the uh, the pop culture artist? Like Banksy, Banksy sure. Uh, he did the same thing. He went to the thrift shop, bought a painting, put his own Banksy touch on it, and then ret- then hung it, snuck it back in. Uh huh. Into the thrift shop. Yeah. Thrift shop. Yeah. Nice. The thrift shop found it and they auctioned it off for charity. I think it sold for like a million bucks or something. That's pretty like nice. Yeah. That's so it's pretty cool. Something like that. But I like what this guy has done. Um, some of your other examples. So Stay Pop Marshmallow Man. I think you showed me one with the General Lee. There's yeah. There's a forest. Exactly. There's a, an old. It's like a, a path on the forest, and you see the General Lee. And um, were were there any Star Wars ones that you saw? Yes, there was one of just it's just somebody's homestead. It's like a, a picture of a house and a lawn. And were he, there two charcoal figures on the lawn? No, burned to a crisp. No, although that would have been pretty cool. He's got a stormtrooper uh, mowing the lawn, which I thought was oh, like pretty a push cool. mower. Yeah, that's all right. David Irvine, good on you. Yeah, this is pretty cool. So, uh, you know, hey, check it out. Maybe he's got some stuff for sale. Maybe some stuff that you could uh, could afford. Maybe. And by you, meaning anybody. I think he has an Etsy page where you can buy these. Does he? So cool. We should get... We don't have any wall space in here. I don't have any... Do I have any wall space at home? No, there are two... All my wall space is taken up by framed menus. So <laughs> I guess I could take an old one off. Okay. Maybe hang up one of these. I don't know how much my wife would appreciate uh, redirected art. Uh, I don't know, but you know what? Maybe she, if if you were to do the redirected art yourself, maybe yeah. she'd appreciate it. I'm more. not an artist, though. I would like stick figures, and you could do that. Um, you could do that. I could. Um, you know what? I would like to see somebody take go to a thrift store or or um, salvage a painting, paint Brian in it. Just Brian, yeah, this is one of like, like a re- the- Brian redirected art. We know we have a oh man, we have a great Brian piece in here. Yeah, we don't need any Brian to by, redirected uh, on Twitter. Uh, username Painter of Stars. She did Brian. She did me. She did Samantha Q. Uh-huh. And she did Rob Bruce. Yeah, Rob Bruce was really weird. It looked like uh, Harvey P. Carr. 
Yes. So. Yeah. And then, but no Mike Zapsic. No, no Mike Zapsic. That's all right. You know, so, I really got no love. That kind of sucks, though. I got no love. That's fine. She doesn't that have sucks. to. Maybe she doesn't like me. Uh, I, why wouldn't anybody like you? I have no idea. I don't know. I, I see it all the time. I could care less. Yeah. But why? We, uh, don't know. Uh, don't if you come care. here, though, I think it's up on the wall. I had a couple uh, lady, lovely ladies come in here, and they did a comic strip. Yes, they did. <laughs> of you. Well, I think and we're, we were, we're all, all, in, we're all it. in it. We're all in it, but um, mainly directed at me. It was pretty funny. Yeah. And then they brought in cupcakes for us. That was very nice. That was uh, is Dia. Dia, yeah, Dia, 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 Dia Sparrow, yeah. Dia, Dia. Uh, she's hanging in the stash, Dia. and she's also she also did a little Mike Zapsic super Mike. You got a super Mike? Yeah, I well, got see, super. You got I saw love. It on the, I, oh, oh, I'm just saying. Uh, oh, I get love all the time. You got some love. I, I'm just you I'm just kidding. Saying, that's fine. No, that's saying. that's awesome. So you got some love, but she also brought cupcakes and, and cupcakes. We got cupcake love. They were delish. And I started, I started chowing down on those. And Wyan Flanagan's looking at me, and he was like, he was like you're, "You're you're really eating those?" I'm like, "Yeah, why?" He's, I guess, I suppose he has a right to be suspicious, but you know, Dia and her friend seem perfectly nice, normal, perhaps not, but <laughs> and uh, you know, I was joking around. I I posted a photo on Twitter of him, and I was joking around that I was tripping balls. <laughs> I know. Did you look on the inside of the cupcake? They're multicolored. Oh no, I didn't yeah, see so that. It could have been. I just took a. I took a bite, and I split it with. Uh, who did I split? Oh, it so with? you Someone did have the, some. Oh yeah. Okay. I split it with somebody on the the crew. They were tripping balls. Me, I'm, it's just another day you're at the immune. office for me. You're <laughs> right. Like iocane powder. Uh, uh, does that make you throw up? No, I'm thinking about ipecac. Ipecac Ipe- makes you throw up. Right. No, this Iocane, is iocane. Iocane kills you. Iocane. Uh, yes, I've built up an immunity over the years. Iocane so. kills you. All right. Speaking of something that, uh, are you concerned about the Ebola outbreak? That, Why the, the fuck would I Ebola be outbreak? concerned about Ebola? Well, it's on American soil now. I'm just so wondering. You have to get um, fluids, right? Uh, I believe it's transmitted by bodily fluids. So someone has but to so like are, spit in my mouth. And um, let's put it this way: if you know what, it's it's not like I'm going around having sex with anything that moves, so it's fine. All right, so you're not. The, I'm I'm not really worried about the exchange of fluids. All right, I'm just saying it's it's you know I, I thought it'd be so you're not you're not a. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a hypochondriac, but you're not concerned that it, you may be. Uh, I believe the symptoms are horrible, Mike. I think bleeding from orifices. Yeah, it's a more? nasty thing. I've seen outbreak, uh, which is, isn't that like the super Ebola? Is there a super Ebola? Well, what is that thing that... Is, uh, it, there's, is there something worse than regular Ebola? Well, uh, outbreak. They had the monkey thing. Right. That was well, a movie, Mike. Well, I know, but what was that uh, that was... Oh, the uh, the Motaba virus. Motaba virus, Motaba yes. Motaba virus. So it's just because they named it because it was from Motaba. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not going to mention any names. I saw um, somebody we both know casually, not, not casually, um, unloading a large quantity of items from... Uh, local hardware store and um i looked in and i saw cleaning products um like the those painter mat oh products. okay yep and um did I, I can't remember i told you this already but yeah and, no uh, stuff and i'm like what's that all that for it's like i'm preparing for you know ebola possible ebola uh ebola prevention I think really they phrased okay it. and i was like wow that's you're, i mean you're like yeah that's pretty funny he's like i'm not fucking kidding. no he wasn't i don't like, think he was right. kidding i don't think he was kidding oh, okay I don't think he was painting his spare room or anything. I think it was, yeah, it's it was it was serious. Well, to be honest with you, I suppose there are those people who need to to and, do that. Well, I'm glad I saw this because if it if 
the Ebola, you know, if you start bleeding from your orifices, I'm going to his house. I'm getting all that shit out. <laughs> why, why the hell would I tell you I'm bleeding from any orifice? Unless you can see it, like coming well, no, out my I mouth, it, my nose, or my you're eyes. You're running at me? Yeah. And you're really the cool. rage virus. Cool. Yeah, the rage virus is coming over me. Right. What was <clears throat> what was cooler, the rage virus or the World War Z, whatever they called that virus? The Z. Uh, what, uh, it's Zeke? solarium. The Zeke. Uh, actually, what was cooler, the Zeke's or the uh, the rage virus? In victim? Which is cooler? Yeah, which, which do you is, think was cooler? Um, let's put it this way. The more accurate, the more George Romero-esque is the Neither. World War Z. No, it's very uh, why, close. Why is that? Because uh, you get bitten. Okay. Or he actually, in Max Brooks, if you don't watch the movie, folks, <laughs> read the book. Yeah, the book is. Read the book. Do not watch the movie. The book is much better. Um, go get, and you can listen to it on audiobook because it's fantastic. Who narrates it? Uh, Max Brooks actually narrates the, he, he frames the thing. He could but get his dad, Mel Brooks. He got Carl Reiner, Rob Reiner, Alan Alda. I mean, he, oh, okay. he pulled out his father's Rolodex and he's sure. got, he's got Jurgen Proch now, Nathan Fillion, oh, Mark cool. Hamill. Got Mark Hamill? Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's got an all-star cast doing this, so okay, it's, it's cool. pretty kick-ass. All right, he doesn't need his dad. No, he doesn't. Like, hey, um, hey, like, Howard Rollins, uh, Henry Rollins. Yeah, Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins, yeah. Well, does Henry Rollins play like a general or something? Is no, that- Henry Rollins plays um, uh, T. Sean Collins, who's like um, um, a mercenary. Oh, okay, cool. So it's, it's very cool. And uh, it- oh, oh, he's like that army, like in the movie, the... Or in the movie? No, he was. He's actually a mercenary, a guy who okay. uh, hires himself out as like a bodyguard, right? And he's hero for hire. Yeah, pretty much. So, and it's it's actually very cool. You yeah. should read the book or listen to the book. Okay, skip Don't the, watch skip the, movie. the Brad Pitt movie. But uh, people who get bitten, and they said that uh, they called it uh, what the hell did they call it? They called it the Great Panic in America. Yes, where um, the the government was breaking down. Right. So the government's breaking down, and they have to. I mean, everybody's freaking out. Yes, all of our resources are being stretched to their limit. So, basically, what they have to do is like roll up into a ball, which makes sense, like an armadillo. Right. What you have to do is you have to uh, right. protect, circle the wagons, protect the outside, protect the inside, and armor yeah. the outside. Uh, and they they made their stand at the Rockies. Oh, and mountains, higher the, ground. Exactly. The right, uh, U.S. government made their stand at the Rockies, and anything west of the Rockies, they cleaned out. They, yes. they expunged the, right. uh, the the virus. Anything that had the virus was destroyed okay. and burned. you got to burn it. Uh, that's It's the only way to be sure. Exactly. <laughs> Look at you. The only way to be sure. It's, As a matter of well, fact, I'm thinking about just burning I, Brian. I stole that from aliens, but okay. yes. So they, uh, that's what they do. So, But... They they basically pull out and like everybody who's left behind yeah. in the east right like uh, hi how you doing fuck you that's basically yeah, what it was you're yeah. screwed yeah you're pretty much screwed so, if you didn't come if you didn't pull back with us right. they just told people to go north because zombies oh, freeze. cold okay yeah, yeah the cold zombies is- freeze because they don't have uh, they don't do body heat right so when they come they they freeze and it's actually pretty cool uh, so I'm not gonna give you the entire the book. synopsis yeah, of you, the book. You, um, why don't you just do why don't you just do the audiobook right I now? I should do the audio It's like chapter one. <laughs> the outbreak. <laughs> I could do that. That's, that's that's cool. 
Um, Once we, upon a time. If you haven't listened to it yet, uh, we did I Saw Comics yesterday. did a special two-issue two, two episode. People like it? I think so. Uh, we did our regular scheduled program. Which program, is nice. Program? Me and you. Program. Um, and then we also ran, uh, just to be timely, we did a panel with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles co-creator Kevin Eastman. Panel that we moderated. It was uh, pretty cool. Niagara Falls Comic Con. Um, he, yeah, he was awesome. Did you listen to it? I did. How was it? It's great. We sound it, not too goofy. I mean, we didn't really have to do any work. That's the great part. Nah, that was the great we asked, part. Uh, we, you know, you gave a great introduction, and he oh, he totally just took it from there. And um, you know, you asked him to, it's like, you know, would you mind just you know really quickly doing your 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 origin story, your intro story, which you know we've all heard before, being comic book fans, right? But, but a lot to, of people haven't. To, to hear him talk about it though was completely different. It's oh, one thing to read it in a book and be like, yeah, you know. They formed Mirage Studios, and him and Peter Lee were in a kitchen, and uh, it's called Mirage because we didn't because it didn't really exist. And but to hear him say it, yeah, to it's hear like, yeah, him you expound, know, we, you know, we love Frank Miller. We ripped off Daredevil and all that, and it became this thing. And uh, yeah, it was it was cool. And then the rest were qu- uh, audience questions. So, yeah, so. best thing to do is to invite the audience. Like I said yesterday, but actually, you said it for one minute. It's their panel. It's your panel. It's their panel. So make make the question good. So yeah, don't disappoint Kevin Eastman. Because you know we've we've done our own panels. You know we're we're oh we're disappointed. I don't know about disappointed, (laughs) but we've heard we've heard some dumb questions. We've heard a few dumb questions. I think um the uh I don't I wouldn't well it was kind of dumb. There one guy was like, hey, uh, this question is for Brian Johnson. Uh, Yeah, go ahead. Um, what happened to you? Like why? <laughs> basically, he was like, "What the fuck? Did you, how the fuck did you get so fat?" Basically, he didn't say it like that, but he, uh, yeah, he was little, implying a little it. more politely. Yeah, but and, you know, Brian could have brushed it off, but he got he, he came back at the guy. He was like, "You know, uh, I, you know, I was depressed for a while, and you know, life wasn't really going great, and this happened. So, fuck you. <laughs> it yeah. was great. Uh, it was great. He uh, told it. He told it like it was. And um, like, yeah, I'm, I was addicted I, to drugs because right, yeah, yeah." And I think the guy uh, expected some kind of funny, like, Brian Johnson answer, and he got serious, and he made the dude feel really, really bad. Uh, and rightly so. Because everybody's got their story. And everybody, you know, everybody has something. Everybody's got that that thing. Sure. You know, and you're saying sure because you have no idea how to respond to that. Something happens in everybody's life. And if you listen to everybody's story. Yes. You take everybody on a case-by-case basis. Most people aren't douchebags. Uh, okay. Most people. I'm not saying all <laughs> people. Say, there are some people. I would say some people aren't douchebags. I wouldn't say most. All right. How about a lot. lot of people aren't douchebags? 60% of people that you – actually, of the of the enti- okay, okay. the totality of all 60? the people. Okay, I'll give you 60. All right, give me 60. I'll of all 60. the people you think that are douchebags in this world right. – which are probably how many people in the world? Eight billion, something like that. Yeah. So seven point no, nine right, because billion most of those other people, people are from China. They're Chinese. Yeah, and people aren't douchebags. Yeah, I mean they're they're, <laughs> they're just right, following the whims okay. of you right. know, whoever. Uh, okay, and some of them are North Koreans who have to be right. douchebags they, because. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course, because yeah. it's part you of their culture. Ba- it's called balance, Mike. Yes, you know there is no good without evil. There's no awesome without douchebaggery. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. There's no awesome without douchebag. I like right that. On. That's very good. But if you take them on a case-by-case basis, most people have a reason why they do things. Right. And sometimes it makes perfect logical sense. Sometimes it's an emotional thing that you would never have thought of. But if you were in the same position and 
you're in that emotional range, you right. would probably do the same thing. All right. Or might do the same thing. I'm just saying that, you know what? There's a, like the guy who uh, cuts you off on the road. Yeah. And you're like, motherfucker, that son of a bitch. And, you know, you, you catch up to him right. and you find out he's going to the hospital because his wife's pregnant. Okay. Has that ever happened to you? Because you have a lot of road rage. You get into I, I, like No, this. you know what? I have not Did you had pull road the guy out of his car first? I, pu- I, I pulled the lady out of the car. What the fuck is wrong with like you? I grabbed her by the scruff of her neck. <laughs> I shook her. Why are I you, shook her like <laughs> a rag doll. Excuse me. This is totally off topic. Why the fuck are you so fat? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and then she explained. You look like Brian Johnson. It's like, oh, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Oh, then I feel I'm like I'm in a labor. Then you're the douchebag. I, exactly. See, there you go. Yeah, full the so, circle of life. Exactly. So it comes completely around. Right. So that's why I, I haven't had road rage in a month because I let shit go. Twenty eight days. To God. Yes. No. Actually, thirty days. So uh, do you have the little sign on the your last wall? time? Yeah, like, thirty days without road without rage. It, without, yeah, 30 days and I put thirty one on tomorrow. It'd like, be great. Like freaking the Hulk. Like thirty days. Yeah, thirty days without an incident. Um, <laughs> so it's actually and I, and I lifted up the car. It was like, it's, <laughs> but it's it's fun. It's it's fun not having road rage because I'm like. Oh, they it's not fun to, for me. They need it's to. It's funner oh, when you have road rage. I know. I for me. No, I'm, I'm so saying. sorry. You know, uh, I. how about I'm causing people to have rage? Can it's I tell a, my Rob Bruce story? Uh, absolutely. Okay. This is awesome. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> Rob Bruce blurts out yes. that he is. And I know he's listening right now. I know he's listening, so I'm going to no, induce even more rage in okay, him. Continue. This is going to be fantastic. Look how happy you are. Oh, it's phenomenal. And I'll probably get a call saying, you know, I never, you, you didn't let me on the show to defend myself. Did he ever call you crying? No, close. Yeah. Cla- you? Yes. He called you crying? Uh, almost. Like crying. actually crying? It was, uh, remember, uh, it was like a year and a half ago when he got kicked out of Yesterkids? Yes. And uh, he was really mad. <laughs> oh, he, was, man. he was mad. But no. I was just making fun of him getting kicked out of an arcade. We weren't really making fun of him. We were just explaining the situation. Right. It was a little one-sided, sure. It was very one-sided. Sure. Of course. It, well, you know, know what, Rob? Come on. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to tell the story because I need Rob here. Uh, and okay. Do, do I invite next, him on? Sure, we'll bring him on. Really? Next week. I do to I? Hear, um, Actually, you know what? We'll do it on. Um, we'll do it next weekend when we're at Kineticon. Okay. Con na 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 na. Yeah, we're we're back. We'll in take. The con uh, game. We haven't, you haven't been to a con in how long? Uh, I'm itching. Sure, I've got like, the withdrawals. It's been. Uh, it was uh, June what? June something? June something. It was June twenty third, I think. Yeah. It's been over a month. Damn it! I've got the itches. It, it was crazy because for the period of like two about two months, like there we weren't really home on the weekends. No, I was actually uh, working con, working con, con yeah. working, so working, we basically weren't con, home. con. And then now you know we've been here, so yeah, so and we've been filming on weekends. Yeah, so I haven't still so, haven't seen my family. So what do they look, look like again? Um, I, they're Caucasian. Okay, thank you. That's all I needed um, to know. You know, I think I can pick them out. Uh, in the female, your wife, female Caucasian. She's female uh, Caucasian, what, five seven ish. Five, five foot four. Five four. Oh, it's my height. Yeah, my I wife is noticed. short. I never noticed that. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Your. Uh, that's your wife. Ah, lovely woman. That's your, that's your, that's your wife. So very um, cool. We, so yeah, I'll I'll tell the story. We'll do this whole thing, and I will just bust a, his okay, balls because it it's more fun. You want to do a live? It, yeah, it's it's much more fun uh, to have him uh, get really angry and not be able to speak. Right. See, this, <laughs> this is why I need you. Um, a year ago, uh, Rob asked me to go to this con in Maryland, and we got down there. It was a small con. I think maybe a thousand people showed up. Uh, the 
the two were we there for two days maybe it was even one day okay the one day con and maybe even was it it was like a one day con and like 500 people showed up uh but we did this panel it was just me and rob and um there, seven people showed up seven people showed up in, right. at your thing yeah oh, i think it later expanded to nine but then it went down to eight because we had one of the audience members come up and pod with us wow so that's yeah yeah yikes so okay no it was fun though I posted it up. It was. I thought it was a good. Con- I thought it was actually a, actually end up being a good panel, even though there were seven people. Later expanded to eight. But this is why I need you. Excellent. So we may, with you we double that number. Yeah, fourteen. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but if you're in anywhere in Connecticut, uh, it's at the Bridgeport Bank Art Center. I think it's called. Right. Um, Connecticut, comma, kind of not. Come join me, you, Rob Bruce, Brian O'Halloran. Scott Schiaffo from Clerks. Right. William Catt, the greatest American hero. George he is Perez the greatest American hero. He's going to be there. Neil Adams is going to be there. Yes. Yes. Who else, Neil am, Adams. I, who else am I missing? Uh, isn't George Perez? That's a, yeah, yeah. You he's did there. say? Yeah. Okay. You already said him? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you should be. I am. Um, here, let me. Uh, I need your opinion on something. Um, yes. The, 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 the denim that I, I, I've been wearing the last two seasons on the show, um, I bought them. One because they're awesome. The four hundred dollar ones. Uh, they're three fifteen. Okay, but, you know, you're close. Um, <laughs> All right. They're designed by a friend of mine up in the New York City. All right, a friend is, of yours. Well, he became a friend. After okay, I now buying his stuff. So All right, well, they're, they're dropping a ton of money on gotcha. his, his denim. Uh, I'll give him a plug. Uh, his denim line is called three sixteen. Okay, or three sixteen. Actually, I think you have given him plugs before. Yeah. But that's still cool. I mean, and, um, we're, we're here about he's friends. He's a comic book fan, and he's like, hey, check out what I'm working on. I'm working on a pair of jeans, but he's like, no, check out the back, you know, the leather patch. You right. know, the one that usually says, like, Levi Strauss or whatever. And, and I look, and I'm like, is that an Infinity Gauntlet? He's and like, it was an Infinity yeah, Gauntlet, Yeah, he, he threw it. Yeah, he put an Infinity Gauntlet on there. So I took that as a sign. That I mean, you have to, yeah. That I had to, one, I had to buy them, and two, that I should wear them on the show. So I am And now. you have been? I have been, yeah. Good man. Um. I'm wondering if I should get them signed by George Perez, and uh, maybe I could trade them for two pairs, two new pairs, and he could hang these. You know, he's that's a weird thing. A, he's obviously a comic book fan. Like that would be a cool thing to display, right? For as it a retailer, or would he go back, or would he call up Marvel and be like, "Hey, man, I, these guys are." This guys are bootlegging intellectual property. No, I don't think like, George uh, Pettis would do that to you. Care. No, I think he'd be like, that's think, pretty cool. Yeah. I, and as long as it's not it's not his actual um rendering. Rendering, yeah. So it's no. not. I don't it's not, but it's, it's an infinity gauntlet. But well, it's cool. I got the gems on my ass. I'm just saying. Okay. Like, well here's what I, I'm I have the universe. Are you gonna post- are you gonna send you're gonna have him sign it and right. you're gonna send him back to the guy? That's what I was thinking. And but then I could trade get? what is who? Is he gonna send you two pairs? I don't know. I have to ask him. I ask him yeah. about that. I'm wondering if that's a fair trade. I think it's uh, a fair trade. Sure. <laughs> sure. And you know what? The him. fact that you've been giving him so much good press on the, the podcast. Yeah. Well, he's he makes his own press. They're really awesome. But if you if you want the Infinity Garland on your on your butt cheek, it's not on the cheek. It's on the patch. It's okay. Above my ass. Then you too can get them. Three sixteen denim, everybody. Three one six denim. <laughs> oh, I, I was the. I, when he came in here, I thought about. Asking him to sign it, but I was like, it's kind of weird, right? Ask him to sign it. Yeah, hey, can you I was sign wearing my butt? them. Like, hey, can you sign my uh, <laughs> Hey, like, George, man, like, I know we just met, and, you know, like, and this is kind of awkward. You know, you probably don't get this question a lot, but. Um, Would you mind signing my butt? But, and he's um, like, you know, a third time today. Yeah, yeah, listen, Son like, of a bitch. Listen, don't panic. I'm going to turn around and I'm going to point my ass at you. 
I'm gonna give you a sharpie. Again. Can you don't you don't don't sign my bear? I'll sign the patch that bears uh, a a creation. Now he did the art. Did he in fact create the gauntlet? Uh no, I think that was Jim Steranko. Uh, okay, wow. Okay, that's cool. But he did the he he did uh, yes. the first four issues or three issues. He did the first before? five issues. Five, five was it five or four? He did the first. F- ah. You know what? Yeah. I'm gonna have to check. And then it's been. If you read the history books, the kind of history was kind of vague. But he had some kind of it, not a breakdown, but he he was just exhausted. I think he's working on a lot of stuff. So he oh yeah, he, he oh my goodness. He's uh back in the day. He's he's always been plagued by. Uh, he is hyper realistic. Yes, and he does so much uh, detail in his work that it takes him a little bit longer yeah. than say whoever. Say a dude who can pump out like three or four books at a time. And he hadn't been doing it for like 80 years like some of those right. guys. Like uh, Jack Kirby was doing one, two, three, like four books per month. Yes. So, uh, but that was back Including in the 60s. Including uh, No, no. Omac was in the 70s. Okay. But in the 60s, he was doing Fantastic Four. And he, you know, did some of the Avengers. And he did some of the Sergeant uh, Fury. Yes. And a couple of agents of Shield, and he, he was like all over the place. Freaking machine. He was a machine. Not to say George Perez is a Not machine. Not to say that he George. Is. Um, he's. I mean, he's yeah. definitely a machine. Look at uh, you know, look at those the, those the the, uh, the renderings he does with every freaking character. It's amazing in right? the universe. But uh, I mean, I, I love how he's like. I love doing that. Like that's yeah, my favorite. I'm like, like that's the, awesome, the more dude. characters, the better <laughs> I feel. Yeah. He when he was doing uh, Avengers versus JLA. I was like, "Wow, this is amazing." Yeah. Are they gonna, I wonder if they're going to put this guy in there. The only one that he didn't draw was Vibe because he hated that character. Vibe. He thought that, yeah, he thought that I mean, it Vibe, made. I mean, uh, I mean, Vibe was kind of. I mean, it it mean, took a stereotype and made it even worse. Right. I mean, so. all, right, you, all right, you may be a Vibe fan out there. If you are, great. Yeah, okay. if you're well, Jerry Conway is out there going, "I'm a Vibe fan." <laughs> no, it's kind of lame. No, but, yeah. Sorry, Jerry, you shouldn't have created Vibe. Yeah. I think you created vibe, didn't you? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Anyways, um, anyways, uh, yeah, come come see us if you're in the area. We had a lot of fun last year, but this year it seems like it's blown up like five, like ten times bigger. This time, uh, that's because the venue is much larger. Yeah, Jerry Conway did in fact create vibe. Okay, uh, with Chuck Patton. Right on. So. All right. Solange. So Solange. I just. Solange Knowles. Uh, no, I'm just Beyonce's saying Solange. sister. Uh, I'm just saying the Solange. one that beat up Jay Z in the elevator. Uh, wow, that would be awesome. I, uh, I, I guess love it's not timely that. now, but I wanted to parry that. Did you see the elevator beat down? Did I? Did I? Did it? Did you ever pull it up? Did yes, you, actually, did I did you see it? the smack. Yeah, smackdown. That was pretty funny. I uh, I wanted to. Here we it. go. Controversy. Comics artist George Perez took exception to the Vibe character. In a 1985 interview with Heidi McDonald. Ooh, our friend Heidi McDonald. 1985 um, interview? Our former friend Heidi McDonald. Uh, He stated, I have a certain bigotry towards Vibe. I sincerely say he's one character who turned me off the JLA. If nothing else, every character that was introduced was an ethnic... If nothing else, every character that was introduced was an ethnic stereotype. Perez's dislike... Perez's dislike of the character was such that in JLA Avengers in which every member of both teams were depicted at least once, Vibe's cameo was merely of his legs as he fell off <laughs> panel. That's pretty cool. That's good for you, George. Yes. Stand yeah. up for, or not, stand up for what you believe in. Really. No, he's, he's awesome. <laughs> vibe. 
But pff, vibe. Vibe. I, I think he's right. Oh, very much so. Though it's an ethnic stereotype and it's it's horrible. Although as as wait, is vibe is that still going? That they came back for a little while, right? It was a vibe. Right uh, was he a, was like a, the conduit to the fifty two. Right. Which <laughs> All right. someone around? Yeah, Nick Adrian's right behind you. Oh. He's lo- he's staring. wish he would stop. He can't, he's doing his job. Yeah. He's doing he his job. Do his job when I'm not podcasting. Can I uh, can I blow uh, the he's an ethnic stereotype I, as well? Can I blow the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack a little more right Go now? Go to town. Um I wanna um so you know uh, you and I both saw the movie. You finally saw the movie after you had an incident at the theater. Incident. Not a ang- not an anger management incident. It was a, more of a uh, <laughs> oh, the power went out angry. at the theater incident. Um but I think we both went home that night. We're like that soundtrack was awesome. We bought it. Now you went <laughs> you actually I went, went old school. You actually went to where the hell did you go again? Barnes and Noble. You went to Barnes and Noble and you bought a physical copy. I did. And uh, did you uh, God, I I mean I haven't bought a CD in years. And you did, right? And um, when you open, it, is there's like the insert, right? The artistic insert, like inside, were there lyrics or anything? Uh, or, no, it was or, just pictures. <laughs> just pic- there weren't it was even just pictures. There wasn't even a note from um, like James Gunn going, "This is why I picked these songs." No, and, uh, nothing. Enjoy, really. Nope, just the pictures. I'm like, oh, there's the Milano. Named Looks after, nothing like uh, named, Alyssa. So. Named after Alyssa Milano. Peter Does not Quill, look like her. Peter Quill's favorite actress. From Who's the Boss? Which is weird because she's not in the movie. No, do you think they tried together? I don't know. Or were they like that's too obvious? Uh, I'm sure I, she would have. Um, well, she's been she's had a kid, so maybe she was. She's she just had a kid. Yeah, really. I believe good so. good for yeah. her. She's like 42. I believe so. Fantastic. So I uh, I have this. In- looks fantastic, by she the does. way. Does she does look fantastic? She does look great. Okay. Um. So wait, what happens if I do this? Wow, that was uh, jarring. Yes. Holy Christ. You're a child of the 70s, correct? I'm very much a... Where were you when you first heard this song? Do you remember? Or do you remember uh, maybe a pleasant memory associated with this song in the 70s? Yes. Actually, my brothers used to take me around in the summertime. Okay. Um, So, Hooked on Feeling by uh, Blue Suede. I had five older brothers, and I was the mascot of the family. If you look in Mascot? Well, when you look at a family, uh, the family dynamics mm-hmm. in a, I, one of my many psychology courses, okay. uh, I fall into the mascot category. I was the youngest, and <laughs> my brothers used me to pick up women. Oh, okay. So they would take me to uh, down down the shore. Down the shore. Down when, the shore. When da- when you're down the shore, yeah. uh, if you go along Seabright, um, actually from. Seabright to Long Fun, Branch. good American times, right. rides, games, cotton candy, pizza. All Not that just stuff. that, but also Zeppelis. Uh beach bars. Right, and chicks galore. And chicks, and also... Vacationing chicks. Yes, vacationing like chicks open. and such. And they, they want to have fun. They and they parties. do. They did. And I was the um, the, the opening door for them. Yeah, so okay. I was the opening salvo. You were like salvo. a little puppy dog or the or Pretty like, much, or yeah. the baby. Or... I was like two or three years, uh, three, four. Four oh, or five, okay. yeah. some, somewhere in there. Okay. I was be- I was at the age when I was still fairly cute. So okay. they would you're use... You're not like now where you're a chud. Oh, yeah, I am a chud. <laughs> so uh, they would... They would... Thank yeah. you, man, you yeah. fuck. No, uh, I'm just saying you're not as cute as you were. You you just said it. I'm ju- I'm just I know, but I'm, I'm also thanking you, you okay. fuck. Okay, you're uh, welcome. So anyway... You're welcome. Uh, they would go, and there were the beach bars. Yes. 
and jukeboxes right. and also live bands. Right. Did you pretend to lose change to look up women's skirts? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't figure out that trick until I became a chud. So right. I didn't figure that out until I until I watched that movie Splash. Yeah, good yeah. man. <laughs> Anyways, Continue. so we did. We uh, I was. No, hey, yo, oh, is that your little brother? He's very cute. Blah blah blah. Oh, uh, and, uh, why don't you join us? Uh, and come on over here. Uh, here, uh, buy him a beer. Yeah, uh, no, don't buy. Well, no, they. I would. Ah, yeah, thank you. Don't buy. Uh, buy him a beer. Holy Christ! Buy him a beer in a Zeppeli. Um. Oh, so who back. Did that? Um, uh, it was Will Castellucci. Thanks, Will. Will. Holy Castellucci. shit! Uh, I'm. I am now blind. My glaucoma's gone. Yes. I have had um, LASIK so, surgery. Back to the song. You uh, did you hear? So this I was. I, I heard this at a beach bar. Oh, first yeah. time. Yeah, first All time. Right. I um I wasn't around when this first release, so I didn't hear this until uh, Terrence Reservoir Dogs, the, the Reservoir Dogs soundtrack. Okay. Yeah. This right. was an excellent song, and this is a um, little bit later. I remember. Um, trying to think, when was this song for me? Also summer. Okay. Most of most of my happiest memories are from summer. Right. I think these are, a lot of these are like summer hits of the seventies. Yeah. Late sixties. And this was um, this I is believe. like this is like a KTEL uh, best of. <laughs> this is fantastic. So um, I'm trying to think. This is I have a lot of comic book memories. Oh, so that's perfect. Yeah. So this was uh, was it Uncanny X Men? No, this was Avengers. This was uh, I, I would get yeah, memory of the Avengers. Yeah, this? yeah, hell yeah. Like a story arc. Um, yeah, there's I can tell you. <laughs> Death uh, of Jean Grey. No, that's not Avengers, actually no. That's X-Men. No, that's X Men, pal. So, no, this was uh, the Avengers. This was uh, when Beast joined. So yeah, I'm this, like yeah, this, this is all right. This is Beast joined. And my father used to take us. Uh, some of my brothers, we would go every three or four years. Yeah. Looking at colleges. Right. Oh yeah, so, you always did, yeah because you we had five did the brothers, college so trip, every yeah. three or four years you would be at it. Okay. All so right. yeah, we uh, that's this one. Uh, oh my god, this is. Uh, uh, oh yeah. My brother Dave used to play this over and over. It was just very. Um, <laughs> he got hooked on this yeah. for the summer, like the summer. Would be like, what year is this? Right. Let's say seventy. Spirit in the sky. It's yeah. like yeah. And yeah, man. Put it on his uh, turntable. Yeah, and there you go. So that that got into your brain. Yeah. All right. So I always associate this with my brother Dave. Um, I think they started using this in like uh, earlier mid '80s beer commercials. Of course they did. Spirit in the sky. They would open up the thing, and the the beer would go up, and they would look up, and you know, it's the spirit. The spirits in the sky were like, "We love Budweiser." Uh, Dave Boy, Moon Age D- Daydream. Um, I hear this once a day in in the store. What? Maybe not oh now, God, but yeah. uh, when uh, when Walt had his David Bowie. Oh, uh, he's he still does flirt with his David yeah. Bowie fetish. So yeah, we. It was Bowie. I mean Bowie's. My God, I can't remember not listening to Bowie. Right, but it's as much really... as we have lately. Oh though? no, but Bowie was um, Bowie was in the rotation of my brother's. Music. All right, so your brothers formed your musical taste. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, that's cool. Uh, Beatles, Rolling Stones. Yeah. All right. All the Bowie, cool stuff. They kept Elton your... John. Oddly enough, right. Captain Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I love that album cover because it looked like a comic book. Right. Um, Meatloaf. <laughs> Meatloaf. Bad uh, hell. <laughs> uh, Floyd. Floyd. Zeppelin. Yes. 
Although yeah. this now this is like the sad song. Oh. Is it you didn't make out to this? This was no. This was uh, my brother Steve. And again, my brother Steve Zapsic. My brother Steve Zapsic. Um, I had a hell of a record collection. They they all well they all like pulled it so. So you had like every cool album in the pretty stuff. much That's yeah. Pretty cool. I wonder where they are now. Uh, landfill someplace uh, or, or garage sale that something. Sucks. Uh, yeah, pretty much. That sucks. But my uh, my brother Steve, this was um, one of the songs that I associate with his ex-wife. He uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the wedding song. No, or did he fool around and fall in love with another woman? This was, no, no, <laughs> no. It was a long, sorted story. Okay, but, you know that's for another podcast. Yeah, it is. All right. Um. So yeah, funky. And this one, this one was. Uh, oh yeah. First girlfriend, I think. Really? Yeah, Missy this has Kunkel. a lot. Missy Kunkel. Missy Kunkel. That was yeah. Wow, she could have had a cooler last name if she married you. Missy Kunkel Zapsic. Actually, she, she I, I, she's friends with me on Facebook, so it's Missy. Oh, you're Kunkel still in Burger. touch with her? Well, I mean, you know, as far as I can be. All right. Well, you I was know, just wondering Facebook. if she like went to jail or something. Or... No, <laughs> no, she's not in jail. She's not in jail. She let, her, she let herself go. I no, she looks fantastic. Looks good. Yeah, pictures, sure. Okay, right on. Yeah. It's, it was why'd, really uh, why'd you break up? Because uh, it was Did eighth, she like it was your, eighth grade, and she uh, shared her French fries with somebody else, and you got pissed something off. Something like that, of course. Uh, Isn't that how it always happens, man? I do you know what that reference is. That's in reference to. Um, no. Did you ever see that different stroke episode where uh, Arnold wants to go on his first date? Oh my and Mr. god! Mr. is like, "You're six. He's like, "Yeah, but I want to, you know, I want to do it all up. Like, can we take the limo?" Oh, dear and, God. And no, I never saw that. And he's like, oh, all right, fine, whatever, but you got to take Willis and uh, and Janet Jackson with you. Darlene was her name? or Do you remember Willis's girlfriend's name? I don't. Was it, uh, it wasn't Janet Jackson, was it? I think it was, yeah. Was it Janet? I okay. think it was Janet. So they go to this place, and Dudley shows up. Oh, Dudley. And Dudley starts cock-blocking. Dudley Dudley's is a little fucking cock He's a cock block. And so the girl starts sharing her french fries with her. Arnold gets pissed off, and uh, it all goes to hell. Mr. Drum was like, see? Told you you were too young. You're not ready for this, Arnold. So yeah, that was yeah just it's just like your, watch your sister like Arnold, uh, Arnold. You're fucking watch, six. Yeah, seriously, just watch your sister Kimberly getting uh, undressed in the bathroom, and you'll be right. fine. Yeah, yeah, with her and her green hair and shit. <sighs> you saw that episode? Of right? course, yeah. Where she went punk? No, she, it wasn't punk. Uh, there's, there's that was the water pollution episode. The, uh, the, the oh, oh my god, you are like a connoisseur of different strokes. Oh hell yeah! I, I thought, thought she went were, punk. I thought no. you were too. No, not really. Really? I was the only one that I remember was the uh, don't do drugs and uh, uh, the marijuana one, right? Where Willis brings back marijuana and Mr. Drone finds it. Yes, and also the um, got, this is he smoked up in in his bedroom. That was what stupid. an idiot. Yeah, that's that's pretty stupid, You're a especially moron. when you have a fucking balcony. Yeah, a huge balcony. A huge balcony that, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And you're like 80 floors up, so cops can't see you. Right. And you you smoke smoke out there, for Christ's sake. Go. He smoked up in his room, and then he had to hide him. Mr. Drummond came in. Oh, well, that's just. And it was a harbinger of things to come. Yeah, it was. Of course it was. It was. Well, yeah. God. And Arnold drinking wine from uh, Gordon Jump's uh, The Bicycle Shop. Yes. Although Which we end up, we did end up meeting Todd Bridges a few years ago. And he's very cool nice guy. Show. Yeah, really very cool. nice guy. I thought and he's a fan of ours. I think he saw. Yeah, he's a fan of the show. I think. Which yeah. is, I, he's I'm, like, hey, I'm a big fan. I'm I, like, holy I, shit! For once, I was able to say what you're talking about, Willis, and mean it. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and, and he still took a picture with you. I know. And he didn't punch you. Yeah. Which I was proud of him for. 
Showed great restraint. Well, I think he's on probation. He's still, yeah, right. He can't. I'm sorry. He's, he's still got like, the. Uh, if he if he like takes a, a shot at you, he gets like a shock in his ankle. Right. He's like, uh, you're not allowed to strike. People. No, no Asian, hitting anymore. Asian people smaller than you. Yeah. So, anyways, um, there's more here. I want you back, Jackson Five. Oh, I love that you, song. You remember that? Um, uh, you uh, you said you're not a fan of the Runaways, though. Cherry Bomb. I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, I'm be a fan of Jen, uh, um, Joan Jett, because, man. Because uh, you not be a fan of Joan. Like maybe you don't like tough women, do you? It's not a matter you of want, t- you want soft, like uh, uh, submissive women. I guess that's cool. <laughs> you just eh. you I like know. submissive women, and there's no. I understand. There is absolutely no proof of that. But all right, go to I town. Know. I understand. That's My cool. wife's pretty tough. She could kick your she ass. She is, but she ain't Joan Jett tough, though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, ain't Joan Jett tough? Nobody's Joan Jett tough. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying. Woo! I'm just saying. Uh, real quick before I go, um, there was a there was a state fair in I think in Denver, Colorado, and uh, there uh, there was here we go. Oh yeah, uh, there was a booth hanging out free chocolate, and I guess they also they were. They were a chocolatier, so they had regular chocolate. Right. And then you know it's legal in Colorado now, right? Oh, marijuana yeah, chocolate. They had pot chocolate, and they got mixed up. They got uh, mixed up. Well, and easy enough to do, right? Oh, uh, when you don't label them carefully, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> or when you don't, or when you, you smoke too much pot and you don't pay attention to what you're bagging. Right. So, <laughs> this uh, is going to be fun. Uh, county fairgoers, Mike, we were fed pot-laced chocolate. <laughs> it was great. Three people say they were drugged after eating a chocolate bar that wasn't supposed to have marijuana in it at the Denver County Fair's new pot pavilion. And one of them has filed a lawsuit alleging the vendor was negligent. May I just say one thing? Sure. You're at a pot fair? Uh, it's not a pot fair. It's a state fair. It's a well, county hold on. fair. If, if, you're in, if you're in the pot pavilion, the pot pavilion you're, you walk into the pot pavilion right. and you get stoned mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm pissed. Sure. Fuck you. Really? Fuck you. No, no. Just like. Listen. Seriously. I'm, you're going into the, the right. pot pavilion. Okay, just let's, walking let's, in, let's, you I, should I, get a contact high. Am I right, Nick Adrian? I'm just, here's here's what I'm saying. Seriously, it's a pot pavilion. Here's what I'm saying. All right, let's say I go to the Denver County Fair with Kevin. Okay. He's like, hey, I want to hit the pot pavilion. He's like, I don't smoke pot, but I'll go with you. And it's like, oh, they got chocolates here. It's like, does it have pot in it? And they say no. And I take it. Is that my fault? But what harm does it do? Well, okay, I'll tell you what harm it does. Uh, did one guy get busted for possession without yeah. a license? In the lawsuit filed Thursday in state court, Jordan okay. Coombs says he ate a free sample of chocolate after a LiveWell employee told him it did not contain THC. Okay. But soon after eating the candy, Mike, Coombs said he felt a, he felt strange and started vomiting uncontrollably in his car. Doctors at a hospital emergency room told him he had overdosed on the drug, which says the candy bar should have been probably labeled as a marijuana-infused product. Uh, he, has, he says hospital tests showed he had... About 20 times the legal driving limit of THC in the system. Well, hold on one second. Okay. Hold on one second. I'm holding. How the fuck could that have happened? How much chocolate did this schmuck eat? I don't know. Seriously, because if he's fucking pounding down. Okay. I think he should. I think they should countersue for him just being a fat fuck and eating free. all this eating all this free shit. They were free. There was 20 no times the legal limit. That's what it said, yeah. Well, then he's either lying. Here's the thing about uh, I don't know. I'm not an expert on marijuana edibles, but I, they have more of a kick than if you. Smoke. Okay, 
you're supposed but, to kind of nibble if you yes. if you haven't done it before. Okay, so he eats twelve pounds of the let's chocolate. Let's say ate a bar. That's a okay. Lot. Let's say he ate a bar. All right. Let's say he ate a bar. Start vomiting. Was, Do you realize he was tripping? He was high off. He, his ass. he was tripping balls. Yes. I got to be honest with you. If you are twenty times and you're uncontrollably vomiting, I have never. I've. I'm. I've obviously never smoked that much. Right. And I really haven't. I, I'm, no, I, I, I can count you. the number I of times I've smoked. You don't seem like a pothead to me. But you edibles, would have maybe. To, edibles. Uh, well, actually, I could go for some edibles. Uh, anyone wants to send some chocolate to the stash? Care uh, of Mike Zapsic? That's <laughs> not pot, a problem. You want pop brownies? <laughs> not brownies, because that'll pot spoil. Cupcakes. I thought Chaka. we had some last week. Dear, thank you. Um, but if uh, let's say you go into the pot pavilion, and yeah, you're you're with Kevin, right. or you're with somebody who ingests the marijuana. Right. Okay. And you're like, does this have? This is THC. A, right, no. They say no. Uh, you have a reasonable... Well, I mean, you're no. in the pot pavilion, though. You are, but they say and it doesn't 20 happen. Times so I, I would be inclined to believe, just like um those cupcakes came in. Right. I'm like, is there anything in here? He's like, no, 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 they're clean. But... And I, and I ate them. Yet again. For, with the... Uh, uncontrollable vomiting. Now, was I taking a risk? Sure. But uncontrollable vomiting? I I don't see that. I, I'm okay. like, wow, that's bullshit. Right. You're throwing up from smoking pot? No. That actually well, helps with nausea. Eating pot, but... It You're right. It, you are right about that. You know, so That's I'm true. thinking, what? This guy's lying. I'm he's thinking lying. he's lying. He was uncontrollably vomiting. He no, was he's probably doctor te- hospital test said it came up positive. He might have been, but maybe he was vomiting for other reasons. Maybe he was fucking drunk off his ass too. All right. Can we can we find out how much booze I he had in his system? I don't know. What the hell did I just eat? I, chocolate. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I'm all high and stuff. All right. Oh, Anyways, wow. the lesson here is uh, if you send food to the stash, we're probably not going to eat it because it's we're now we're worried. Now I'm worried. Now, we're now worried. people are going to send me chocolate. And now we're I'm going to have to, you know. All right. That's your lesson for the day, kids. And on that note, um, if you we. like, if you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, go see the Guardians of the Galaxy. Go see Guardians, if you absolutely, haven't, absolutely, and don't eat strange food. It's true. Don't eat strange food unless into, you want to vomit if uncontrollably. If you're not into weed, do not wander into the pot pavilion. And seriously, what the hell's wrong with you? Don't go to the pot pavilion if you don't like just pot. Saying, if I would go if a friend was going. I'm just saying. It's like, how long is this going to take? Five minutes. All right, I'll go in with you. Yeah, but it's. Are you going to eat anything in there? I would just assume that everything is made out of if pot. It's, if it's chocolate, yes, I will eat it. Uh, okay, well then you're then you're a pothead. Right. I'm. I'm. I'm saying Ming Chen pothead. Okay. And, on and that what the note, hell? And on that note. On that note. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take care. Take care. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.